Everybody and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast Star Wars Edition. We're doing dark droids. They come for the metal and they leave something in, in their wake, it seems, uh, <laughs> these stories. But here we go. Hopefully we'll be a little more positive about this one. And as we get into the dark droids story, I just hope that it really does start grabbing me a little bit more than it has. You're still just setting things up. So we'll give it the benefit of the doubt somewhat, maybe. But this is Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 37, and I'm joined by Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And here we go. We're just going to get through this one, hoping that Valance gets his memories back so that he can remember his long-lost love. He does not want to forget Yora. He will mention this a couple times. And there is a bit of an art change that, I don't know, at first it did kind of throw me. Because usually when you end up seeing Valance in that awful cyborg face, it's a lot scarier. This it's a, a softer side. It's a little more cleaned up, up or something. Yeah, it's yeah. a little clean. It looks like he's buffed out some of the rough patches and he's ready to go. But uh, it's not <laughs> going to be. It, it's not like one of those things. I don't think anybody expected that in this. Like immediately, he's going to be healed somewhat and off they go. You'll have to have some bumps in the road, like this issue that is the Path of Righteous Part One, and it is the Bounty Hunters Number Thirty Seven, written by Ethan Sachs, art by David Tinto. We haven't had him, or at least I don't remember having him in the past. No, we've never seen him recently. Colors by Reef Priano and letters by BC's Travis Lanham. And it's funny because we were talking about things before we started. We were talking about Ajax and that whole Church of the Robots, and then you get the Path of the Righteous Part One, and you're like, okay, they do mention Ajax. We're still a little confused of where this all might tie into that robot and the robot yeah. scourge in general. I actually thought that. At one point this might be that side deal almost like with vader that you're going to be able to have a alternate non-infected robot army because of where they are but it doesn't seem to be the case here is the not crawl but description a last ditch effort to save balance's slipping grip on humanity force tonga and the bounty hunters to team up with boba fett in exchange for coordinates to the enigmatic cybernetics fixer their target a name that has been whispered in the darkest recesses of the underworld for decades Dating back to an ill-fated mission undertaken by the legendary Django Fett. But time is not on the side of the Hunters, with her former mentor, Keltana, angling for the captain's seat and a attemptuous crew of cutthroats. There's so much going on with these people in this crew. I'm like, really, is that what Kel's doing? I, I just get like little sassy back and forth. But hey, that includes Bosk, Zuckus, Forlom, Dirge, and Destic. Kentango hold the team together long enough to save her friend. Now, in all of that, we just mentioned the crew. Keltana, right? You got mm-hmm. Kel- I, I should hit the things. You got Keltana. You end up having Boss, Zuckus, Forlum, Dirge, Desset. Why is Keltana the least interesting of all of them? And that's the one we have to focus on. I even like Dirge better. Big dude just standing yeah, around. Dirge is the best by far, I think, of the new crew. And even I would like, here's the thing where we kind of had Death Stick, but we said Death Stick's always up in the vents, yeah, hanging, hanging out in the, the, the ceiling and yeah, the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> this is the opportunity to give us more Death Stick. This is the opportunity to actually get some character work. And I think that one of the problems with these Star Wars books where you have your main characters and a lot of the writers, I'd say Ethan Sachs and maybe Alyssa Wong, 
they want to add these other characters, but they're only there to serve this like prop purpose. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not like, and you could say maybe Alyssa Wong tried to give a little character work, but it really was a means to an end. And in this, I mean, you have the opportunity to do a lot of things to make me like Keltana or give me Dirge and Destic, but instead it just ends up like giving you a little of nothing. You just kind of, you're spreading it. You said before we started that Ethan Sachs is going to give everybody a line to yell or say, but that's not what you need. That's not the the work that I need because I want to see this crew actually start caring for each other maybe, or even if they don't, maybe figure out why, how, what not, but you don't really get that. But yeah, you end up where you had Boba Fett last issue. And we said, boy, that was just to put Boba Fett on the cover and you want to get people to buy it. In this, you end up with Django Fett, but you still have Boba Fett on the cover. And then you have what if Django Fett? Yeah, where's Django on the cover? I mean, yeah, you're starting to try to double dip now. And the old Django Fett, oh, look, Boba Fett's on the cover. I mean, to me, Django, oh, he is on the cover. You see his mask in the background there. Um, it uh, he, he's as interesting a character to me, at least. I think he's interesting, but they really yeah, don't use him that much. Yeah, it's just weird if you start to do the math and stuff. Well, how is he going to be in here? And mm-hmm. it's just flashbacks. flashback. It's flashback back to re- uh n- now time. Flash flashbacks throughout this entire issue. Yeah, that's what you keep going, and you're going to lead. And at first, I thought it was a weird play. Like, hey, and again, you're flashbacking to Jengo Fett, which you kind of are doing a little more character work than you do with, say, Death Stick. Or Dirge, the characters that are actually in the crew. And they didn't even mention the uh, the shape shifting character. No, I know. And I was actually sitting there thinking, I'm like, who was that guy again? You, know, <laughs> you, you have Mandroid there hanging on the side. I, I mean, seriously, what's going on? It looks like Vision. So you end up where all this <laughs> is going. And yeah, you, you end up where you flash back. Where did I hear this name? How can we trust Boba Fett? Where did he get this information about Clinkson? And you go and you see Clinkson is the end up the, the words whispered around that he's the cybernetic fixer that they're going to take balance to. And, yeah, you see that this guy was kind of a buddy with Django. Django ended up needing to save him. And they ended up kind of rediscovering this ancient colony of droids that did, you know, separatist droids type deal that Clinkson's family actually had a connection to and was able to help them hide away. It's a little convoluted. I'll tell you, it's a little mm-hmm. bit. And so while this guy is going to die, you end up having these droids actually save him. But we never really see what became of that. So you end up where, OK, they're going to go see this Clinkson. I don't know if he's still alive. I actually you know, thought maybe the guy was dead and that was going to be a dead end there. But you do have our crew going. And, and the big argument in this, what little deal that they're kind of playing angling for the captain's seat is like, how can we trust Boba Fett? Well, we might not be able to, but I will do anything for my friend. Well, he's not my friend. Like, that's the the big (laughs) friction is why are we going through all this to help balance? And what if the information was bad? That's that's really what it is. And and really, if you start thinking this through, because I'm thinking in my mind, I think we're almost done because there's not much that really happens. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just end up they go and they end up following this tracking device that also has a signal that ends up where there's a you know, there's a big space station and it's cloaked. yeah there's a code an old code that they use like classic Star of Wars course, stuff. classic Star Wars no codes ever new 
Right? <laughs> Everything's an old. Oh, we haven't seen this code in a while, but it still checks out. Everything always checks out, though. But yeah, and I laughed too because they're going. They have monitors, they have sensors, and they're like, man, we're in the middle of no space again. There's nothing here. And I think it's Suckus who ends our forlom is like, no, no, can't you see? You don't have robot eyes. There's the thing there. I'm like, because it was hidden somehow, right? They were doesn't using their some kind ship of cloaking? have sensors just like maybe forlom would have. Can't you just look out the window and see it? Yeah, and then like <laughs> it's right there. Oh yeah, it's like one of those things where you have the paintings and oh yeah, it's a sailboat. You're in the mall, oh, yeah, staring 3D at the painting. stupid things. I never could figure those yeah, out. I, I just, I would just randomly say something and walk away and hope that nobody, you know, calls me out on it. <laughs> yeah, and that's where they're going here. And you saw even when Django back in the day went, they were called away. They were told not to be involved. But then, you know, you end up having this Clinkson. He's a big deal. Please help me. I need you to save me. And, and you go with that. And so when they get to this space station, it's huge. We're not sure yet if this is that big temple place with a Ajax. Yeah. yeah, because you end up going in, and while you saw originally that no organics allowed, they ended up attacking Django and Clinkson. It seems like they were able to, you know, at least help Clinkson. So when you end up having Tonga and the crew land, you end up having these droids come out, and you don't trust them right away, and you're not supposed to. You're supposed to, you know, go by those flashbacks. So, Ooh, why are they being so nice? Why would they do? But I don't think Tonga or Valance or none of them would realize that it's not on the up and up because they wouldn't know. But mm-hmm. you end up where at this point they pretty much say, okay, Valance, you cyborg son of a gun, you come with us. But you organics, you stay here. And at one point, when you end up having a robot cyborg, whatever it is, come up and start stroking your face, and you are perfection. <laughs> You'll do well. Get the uh, hell out of there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks a lot, but I, I'm taken. Like, the idea where he really does want to get his memories preserved because of his wife, and he wants that stuff, and now he's got sexy droid talk coming in. I don't trust any of it going on, but when you have that, you are perfection. Come with me. He'll be Get out of there. Mm-hmm. There's no way because, number one, you've looked at yourself in the mirror. You know it's not perfection. You're actually there because it isn't. And in the side deal, there's always going to be a, a weird play. here, And we've talked about it before because Vader made Valance sexy Valance. Mm-hmm. But Valance isn't Valance when he's sexy Valance. No. You always have to have. So at this point, you would think that if you're going to get your, you know, your innards to they would repair you completely. But I think that if this is what happens by the end, because we'll get to the twist coming, but maybe they'll be forced to do it. There's no way that they will fix Valance's face because they'll say, no, 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 you're more beautiful. That's your beautiful side. The, the worst that'll happen is he'll just be straight up cyborg. Yeah, Terminator through and through, rip his whole skin off. You're always going to get this play where Valance, and it's always going to come up, Valance needs repairs. Valance needs this, but they're never, ever going to be able to make him full-time sexy valance and we already tried that and you know you end up and we said remember what we said when it first happened yeah what's going to happen it's just going to scratch off and it did that's what happened (laughs) so he goes off and again you have that play of you know no organics you guys wait here so you set up an issue where pretty much most of the time they're just talking heads or standing around there's a lot of standing around yeah there's a lot of there's a sitting in the ship Mm-hmm. And then standing around on the space station. And it, again, it's showing you that. And I said, I think maybe I've been kind of mean 
overall about the idea that they don't have a story to tell. I actually think that some of these books are going to run into a problem and already do. You can't get too far ahead. You can't get too far off the beaten path. And I think that the story obviously runs through Star Wars, Darth Vader, and the Dark Droids overall deal. And then Afra and the Bounty Hunters book are going to kind of have to play along. And I think that we see already there's not really that much. I think there's I think there's things for Tonga and, and Balance to do, but the others should have stayed behind because they're just standing around. It's there's funny you characters. say that. When we were talking about it earlier, I was going to bring up because when I was reading it, I thought to myself, like, yeah, I don't mind Forlam Zuckus and Boss. You know them enough that if they're in the background, you don't have to keep going to them. Though they do go to Forlom and Zuckus. We like them. But I don't know that you need this other part of the crew. Well, you've assembled. I mean, you got a cool crew together, and then and then you're told, hey, you got a dark droid event you have to work through. You're going to have to sideline these guys for a little bit. It kind of throws everything off. Yeah, it's almost like the idea of Afro where she had a huge crew. They were mm-hmm. coming to save her, and then, and then something- oh, they just disappeared, including yeah. Sana and those, which... That might have been still interesting, but yeah, I, I think I'm with you. If you're not going to do character work with these others, a, a thinner crew would have been probably better. Yeah, probably and really for this the purpose. idea. Just about, I said Keltana and her crew there. They're just kind of like, well, first off, there's no loyalty with anyone, so you can go with that. But with Keltana, like, oh, what about that? It might have been better served that the only one who is pissed off about doing stuff for Valance would be Boss. They bought. But we've seen Bosk actually does care. So you could have had that fun play with that. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're lost in the shuffle. Everything's lost in the shuffle. Now, in the meantime, they say no organics allowed. But I'm telling you, Forlom, they don't go anywhere without that Zuckus. <laughs> the Zuckus comes <laughs> up like, you're going against the rules. They end up saying to Forlom, you go and check things out. Zuckus is along for the ride. He ends up having, you know, his little, I sense problems. Probably rolled those chicken bones in the back. But they're, they're walking down this you know, corridor, and you see, and again, I was trying to think, okay, is this because it's so off a separate steel? Would this be one of those places that isn't affected? How did they get affected? We don't know. We don't even know the full scope. They do mention Ajax, though. That was the. I thought they would not have been affected, infected, and they were going to go against the other droids. But this is telling me otherwise now. So. Yeah, or they're going to find out when to get whatever. But yeah, they're infected. You see, when Forlum and Zuckus are walking around, I like the idea. That you do get Forlom, he's very offended. You know, Zuckus feels a (laughs) vague foreboding in this place, but my senses are muted here with so many inanimate beings. I take offense to that. Which is, again, it's odd, and I think that that's Ethan Sachs trying to fudge the deal that maybe Zuckus would have known that there's 800 droids behind him (laughs) sneaking up and has to say, oh, my senses, they're muted because there's droids. You hang out with it. Droids are loud, too. They're all up behind them, climbing around. Oh, How yeah. do you not hear now, them? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, do not, I, I swear, they're gonna, Forlom does not need to be, we already saw that story. We saw it recently. Remember when they mm-hmm. ended up reprogramming Forlom and he's going Yeah, it was really that. annoying. His head was separated from his body. Exactly. You know? We don't need that again. And so I'm hoping they explain that since when they tried to upgrade him at that point to not that he is a little resistance to it because I, I just don't want that repeated again, though I'm worried. And also, again, you also have balance who's kind of sobered. How is that going to work? But you end up seeing where this doctor too, when he comes in, when, when he starts talking his nonsense, when Clinkson comes in, like right away, get out of there about like, he's so sauce immediately. And that <laughs> lessens the 
final cliffhanger to me. I'm like, I'm just waiting for him to go, ha ha. I'm going to use your parts. I'm going to, and that's what he does because he comes in. And he's like, yeah, you'll do your pretty good deal. I think I can use you. I'm going to have to go with these calculations because there's balance. Are you going to be able to keep my memories? Am I going to be full again? Well, sure, sure. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of semantics, you know, whatever <laughs> you say. And then, by the way, I think I'm going to use you. And and so are we going to get this classic deal where they leave the station? Now, why would, and I'm saying Clinkson, because he just takes over Balance's body. He uses Balance's body, but then decides he wants to go on bounty hunting trips. Like, wh- I hope that if that did happen, or doesn't, I don't want it to, that there's a reason, because I think it is going to be one of those. So where, he transfers his mind into Valance, you think? Yeah, and it looks then, like and he's then, just going to transfer the deal. He says, yeah, I'm going to wipe clean your deal. And help us, you're in a perfect It's going to be like a we... superior Spider-Man. Valance will be in the background, like kind of aware of what's going on, but not in control of his body. Yeah, I, and even when I'm reading this, he says at the end, <laughs> at first I hope your transmission meant my friend had returned. But that would mean Django. Django mm, is dead. Fate has brought me an even better gift. So what was he thinking if Django returned? Like, would he, because Django's Django. I mean, that, that doesn't going to reminisce sense. about like, old times, I yeah, guess. Yeah, where they're just going to hang out. He's bored. He's like, these droids don't know anything. They're always talking about nuts and bolts. And then he says, <laughs> you, a vessel, one that must be wiped clean to help usher in a perfect age. Now, we could get to the point where instead of it being Clinkson saying, oh, I want your body and I'm going to put my mind in, maybe they make a perfect deal that's like oh my god here's the second coming ajax was right there's a prophecy i don't know maybe he becomes their super soldier type of deal and he's going to be wiped clean and put in with I, I i don't know i don't know but the problem i have is when you end up having the droids at the beginning that greet them their eyes aren't glowing because if they are controlled ethan sex does not want to reveal that but when you end up having four and zuckers walking through the corridor the droids are definitely you yeah, see I, a point would, of view shot and you I, end up seeing, right? I think it's just a, a part of the ship is infected and a part's not. So there'll be some sort of tension there. It yeah, is weird. Usually though, those when you're in, when that scourge comes in, they it's seem fast. to be very big on just destroying everything. And it's not like, oh, the humans are holed up like this should be something unless they have figured out a way to and maybe that's the play. Maybe this book's big play is to show you that there is kind of a remedy for it. And he's I, I don't know. But the big play, I think, is they're going to try to use Valance as this big symbol guy who's going to go against everything. Oh, look at him, half human, half cyborg. But he says the cyborg part's the best. Oh, man, come with us. We're the awesome cyborg droid army. I don't know. But he ends up where he starts <laughs> to cry. He's upset. He doesn't want to forget. And then the, 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 the lady fades away. So hopefully she's gone and we're done with this. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be funny. All of a sudden, he doesn't remember anything. <laughs> They start, and now we're just going to go back, and they're like, "Well, let me tell you what happened in the first five issues of this book, and we'll go back to his backstory deal and whatnot." But yeah, yeah, all that going on, oh boy! But the art is a little cartoony for what we're used to. It's okay. Overall, though, I'm just like, it's another issue that it's fine. There's nothing really horrible about it. It's just that it's not really gripping me at all. It's I mean, not I think something they did. that I'm like, oh, man, I this is great, and you have to read it. It's just what it is. They do a good job with the story and the art kind of uh, combining the past and the present together in certain ways that are unique, I guess, but there's still a lot yeah, of Here's the way. I, I'll say how I feel is that it's a competently told story. Yeah. The story is kind of boring. Yeah. There's not really much going on. It's all set up, and if if you don't care about the dark droid stuff, 
it's obvious now they're all in. And I'm actually surprised that we're going that all in that there might be people that are just say, call me in 2024 because this is going to the end of December. And maybe that isn't the greatest of plays. Maybe that's not the greatest of things if this does end up not hitting with a lot of people. I don't know if it is or isn't. I don't see a lot of people talking about it or reviewing it. So it's me and you. Me and you are. We we come for the metal. But what would you <laughs> give it? I'd, I'd give this one a, a flat seven, I think. Yeah, I this... think I'm a seven. Again, it's, it's a well-written deal for what it is. It's just the only thing that really keeps it back for me is when – and we talked about this if, if – Unfortunately, you read any of the dark, uh, not dark nights, the night terrors <laughs> over at DC, where you have these tie-ins that did nothing, but some of them decided, well, we'll give character work for the main characters. Oh, we'll, we'll show you a little of that. I wish that we had more of that. I wish that it, in the shot, you can even tell where you have Keltana and Tonga talking. You just have the other bounty hunters, all of them standing in the background with either their hands in their pockets. Or arms crossed, they're not doing mm-hmm. anything They are just standing there Watching, the only thing that we get Of any sort of deal is that Valance isn't paying attention And he might be fritzing out And Forlom goes, well If your circuitry's down, we may have to Just scrap your butt And then he's <laughs> like, get away from me Like, But that's nothing, it's just weird But with all that seven And you get Jingle, if you're a big Jingle Fett fan You get to see him, but yeah, He's friends with Keltana no, I mean, no, is, that, is that a way that Boba Fett may be able to come in and say, hey, you were friends with my dad? Be nice. I don't know why he'd be involved, though. He wouldn't. I don't so. even know how Boba would even know about this. I mean, he wasn't alive I guess maybe his dad yet. gave it that. I think his dad must have given down. him a thing and said, hey, if you ever have problems with droids or crap like that, here, here's a code. That's at, Or that's the thing, too. I think that it was just the thing his dad had that he grabbed because when the code went through, uh, what's his name thought that it was Django. He said, Oh, I expected my friend, so it must have been Django's code. The only thing that Dirge says this entire book is boring. Yeah. He's just standing there. Boring. So, that's, so I say he's a dude because if he was a, he could just shut down. <laughs> like CP3. He's shut down and a new hope. He's like, Yeah, I'm kinda of bored of this. I'm gonna shut down. That's and what happens then? R2 goes missing. That's what happens when I you know. shut down and you're a droid. So Yeah, really. Uh, but with all that, yeah, I, I feel like C-3PO going through this. It's our lot in life. I actually had somebody this week ask, why are you guys even dealing with that dark droids? It's, what else are we going to deal with? These are the books that we review. We're, we're stuck as well as everybody else. But hey, there you go. There yeah. you go. Force people to buy every book and then tell these stories. That's a weird play. Like, like just say you're just an Afro fan. What are you, you going to get from this? Just buying Afro? It's, it's just so weird. It would be weird. But, yeah, they're really, they're really, uh, you know, pretty much hijacking all the fans. But I guess a lot of people probably read all of them, probably more, because they can say, "Well, why didn't you read this? And why didn't you do that?" But we're involved in the books we're a that fifth are heading. of the way through. Look at that. Uh, August is done, and we got two next week, I think. Yeah, so we'll see how it is, but hopefully <laughs> they continue to improve. Let, let's hope they improve. But thanks for joining me, Matt. Thanks everybody yep. for listening. I hope everybody is enjoying, at least enjoying it as much as us. Hopefully more, but we will be back next week with more Dark Droids and Star stuff, so we'll talk to you all then. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.